At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we're off and running on a... What is today? Today's, today's Wednesday. It is Wednesday. I yeah. thought I thought it was uh, I thought it was next Saturday when I woke up today, Tim. Ah, all right, Wednesday it is. <laughs> it's a good start. As you can tell, everything is scripted. You should see the teleprompter. We got to fire the person. Oh, the who, big teleprompter. Who has the teleprompter back there? <laughs> all right, good start. Uh, a nice open jumper missed by me. It's kind of like what we've seen so far in Denver and Phoenix. A slow pace to start this game. Uh, and if you bet the pre-flop. Uh, total, you're not feeling great if you took the over in this one. What was the pre? It was 224 and a half. That's what it closed behind Ooh. us at, which I'll be honest with you. I, we have talked about this the whole way through that I thought the nugget totals in this postseason were too low for the most part, especially through that uh, Portland series. I would not have would not have done a 224 and a half over. Couldn't do it. I, I just hopped into 212 and a half at the end of that first quarter where both offenses really struggled. But look, this is more the same. The, the Phoenix Suns just are deeper. Mm-hmm. They're better. And so far through a game and a quarter, Phoenix has clearly been the better of these two squads. As Chris, oh, somehow Chris Paul misses a bunny there. But uh, a 30-23 to 23 and, a, and a good start again for Phoenix. Yeah, and it's actually been a really good start for uh, Nikola Jokic, who in game one, um, you know, finishes with 22 points, uh, not his n- typical self, and was was really doing everything out there. Wasn't ultra-aggressive offensively, uh, you know, attacking the rim, but that's not who he necessarily is. He had eight points, five rebounds, four assists. So if you're looking at the prop market there for Nikola Jokic, about as good as you could have hoped for, maybe a, a couple extra points there. But for a team to score 21 points and for 
Jokic to have eight and four, eight points, four assists, you're not feeling too bad, especially if you took the over on the six and a half assists. But uh, for me, you know, this was a game that I think most people who know me thought, you know, I would have played the Denver Nuggets because what did we see? We saw this game open six, Mm -hmm. got bet down to five, despite it felt like most of the sentiment out there was the Suns are going to roll I just, I agree with you. We, we've talked about this Suns team. Both you and I, Jeff, are high on this Suns team. And uh, anything could happen. They were, you know, the, the Nuggets did have a 10-point lead in the second half in game one before the massive run by the Phoenix Suns. So uh, we will see what ultimately happens here. But it has uh, been a slow start. And uh, I'll just say uh, a friend on Twitter. Said, a friend. He said, uh, you got anything? I said, no, I'm on Jokic. He said, I like the first quarter under. I said, all right, man, I'll roll with you. And that was an easy win. So appreciate it. You know who you are. 57 and a half. <laughs> and that was an easy winner there, 25 to 21. But, yeah, the only uh, thing I'll be uh, sweating out as of now on the show, Jeff, is Jokic over 30, which is what I bet here at Circa. Uh, you could have got 29 and a half uh, at, uh, at DraftKings. It was a show right there. That's what it was earlier in the day. But uh, even... Uh, minus 110 both ways for uh, Jokic, and we'll see if he can turn it on. Because you look back, and now comparatively, interior defense for the Denver uh, excuse me, for the Phoenix Suns compared to what the Portland Trailblazers had, it was, I mean, it's not even comparable. Uh, but Jokic went 34 or more in five of the six games for the Denver Nuggets. So I do feel like... This is a pretty important spot, you know, down 0-1 on the road against the Suns that we might see the MVP start to try to try to get things going here uh, when he returns in the game. So eight points in the first quarter, I'll, I'll take it. Did you bet your Will Barden props tonight? I did not. As we're seeing Will Barden for the first time in this postseason. But look, seven points it, already. Yeah, look, if, if, you're a, if you're a Jokic backer tonight, this would have been the game that you, you go ahead and take it over because... Look, if Denver goes down 0-2, again, the Phoenix holds serve on home court. But if you're Denver, getting this game here at least shifts the pressure back to Phoenix. If Phoenix goes to Denver up 2-0, look, there really is not much changing my outlook of this series if that were the case, Tim. So 32-25 to is our score. Early second quarter, Suns with that seven-point lead in-game. They were minus six. Let's get this party started. It is the nightcap. I'll get it right this time. It is a Wednesday night here <laughs> on VSIN Live from the Circus Sportsbook. That is Jeff Parles. I am Tim Murray. I'm I'm starting to feel a little tingle. I'm getting a little getting a little choked up. Uh oh. The New York Islanders. There we go. On to the there we go. Stanley Cup semifinals. Just finished off the Boston Bruins. I've got family from Long Island. Uh, I grew up obviously in the DC area, but. The New York Islanders will take on the Tampa Bay Lightning as they have just finished off the Boston Bruins, a final in Long Island, or on Long Island, I should say. Yep. Six to two, a couple empty netters there for the Islanders. And hey, that coach they got is pretty good, Barry Trotz. So as you look at that bracket there, if you're checking us out on vsin.com, 
The Canadiens, four seed. The Islanders, four seed. The Lightning, three seed. All have moved on. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Stanley Cup playoffs. You are right, Tim. And, and look, <laughs> in a year that I actually, again, just shows how wrong I, I was this whole tournament uh, so far, Tim. I thought this was going to be pretty chalky. I really <laughs> thought this was going to be a chalky year where, oh, I, I know Toronto struggles in the postseason, but how can they possibly not come out of that pod? I thought Pittsburgh was... I, I, Look, Tristan Jari lost him that first series, and the Islanders took full advantage of that. And I thought uh, that, that, that that Florida was going to be the one non-one seed to make the Final Four, and they went out. But look, credit to the Islanders, where Barry Trotz now, again, we know he's an amazing coach. He, you have, yep. you have a, Your team has a Stanley Cup because, uh, in part because of him. And there's, they were cool with that and let him go. And... <laughs> And the Islanders went 23 years without winning a playoff series, Tim. 23 years. And they have now made it to the, the NHL's final four back-to-back years. With ta- Look, they're not that talented. Matt Barzell is a great player, but they, they, they don't have any other elite talent. They just have a great unit, a really well-coached team. Varmalov played very well in this series. And they did it without their captain, too. Anders Lee has been hurt for months now. And they did it without Lee in both of these series against teams that are that clearly have more talent in Boston and Pittsburgh. And now comes a test against uh, against Tampa where this is where the road ended for the Islanders last year in the bubble. They they played Tampa and Edmonton. Tampa beat them in six games. The Islanders really only got, got dominated in one of those six. So it'll be fascinating to see what the Islanders take from that series a year ago and push it towards the series against Tampa, who has been, they, they have just been spectacular so far this postseason. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I think that was a team that, uh, you look at the uh, the draw there on the bottom half of that bracket, the central division, and the lightning come out of it. So, uh, as we hit the airwaves, we don't normally use uh, lead with hockey, but we just had a series conclude, and anyone who had I, I well over $2, three series. I, it was... Uh... Yeah, it was over two dollars pre-series. Brady Cannon got it priced that was over three, about plus three fifty after game one. There were some bloated prices out there. Heck, I mean, even tonight the Islanders were almost plus one thirty across the board. I yeah, mean, plus one twenty-seven yeah. here at uh, at Circa. And if you bet the over tonight, because this has been such a low-scoring series, uh, Circa. At least uh, on the on the screen that I'm looking at, Circa was the only five and a half out there. And if you were bullish on the over tonight, you could have got plus one thirty on the over. And as I mentioned, six to two, the final score. The Islanders win it. They get two empty netters, and uh, they take care of business. Led four one after three periods. So three of the four teams have moved on to the semifinals, which will reseed, but we know how it will look. The Lightning will host the New York Islanders. The Montreal Canadiens will visit the winner of the Avs and uh, Golden Knights series, which we will talk more about. Adam Hill from the LVRJ will join us in hour number two, and we will also discuss some futures prices. Whether or not it is now time to buy on the Colorado Avalanche, the longest price we have seen at any point, really, I think all season, or at least late in the season, you can get over $6 here on the Colorado Avalanche. So we'll discuss that later on in the show. Let's get you updated on Phoenix and Denver. 
Last media timeout, we saw Phoenix laying eight and a half in game against the Nuggets and the total going down again, down to 211 and a half. So, uh, Mr. Parles here on the under 212 and oh, a half. Oh, no, I'm, I'm over. I'm over. over. Excuse I'm over. me. Over 212 and a half. Yeah. So it just look, uh, there are a lot of good looks just not going down in this game right now, Tim. Uh, Phoenix has had about four or five bunnies that just haven't dropped. Uh, it, this is kind of like last night where. It was a bet on good looks that just weren't falling, and hopefully we'll get there. Last night, any in-game number on the over got home. Yep. Just the pre-flop totals just didn't get home. So 35 to 28 right now. We'll keep you updated on everything you need to know. Prop market uh, and, uh, and obviously updated lines when it comes to this Suns and, uh, and Nuggets game, game number two. But you mentioned bloated price. Mm-hmm. And does this series... Reek of a bloated price. Last night, we talked about, after the Clippers lost, it would be a time to potentially buy on the Los Angeles Clippers against the Utah Jazz. So the Jazz win last night, 112-109. to They take that 1-0 series lead. And the series price around most parts in town opened Clippers plus 180, plus 175. Mm-hmm. 200 on the buyback. You see it right there at DraftKings, minus 210, plus 170, minus 210 on the Jazz, plus 170 on the Clippers. Jeff, I went ahead and I played the Clippers at plus 175. Okay. Now, you know, me and the Clippers, we have a bit of a love-hate relationship. JVT called me out today in Point Spread Weekly because he's all in on the Clippers and I have my doubts. And I still do have my doubts. And Paul George, by the way, this stat made its way around the interwebs today. Paul George last night had his 10th playoff game where he shot worse than 25%. (laughs) There are only two players in NBA history that have had more, and that would be Bob Cousy and Tommy Heinsohn, who just passed away this year, longtime Celtics analyst. Cousy played 109 career games in the postseason. Heinsohn, 104. Paul George, yesterday was his 97th. It was his 10th game in which he shot under 25%. He was 4 for 7 from the field. Now, I do think there were a couple things working in the favor of the Jazz last night. Now, they also had a stretch, as many of our viewers and listeners may know, had had a stretch where they struggled a little bit from the field. Uh, May have missed 20 consecutive shots. Who's counting? 21. Um, but they ultimately come back, and Donovan Mitchell goes for 45. I think the Mike Conley injury is something to very much keep an eye on. He's questionable for game two. And then I want to point you at the three-point shooting last night, not only for Paul George, but for Marcus Morris. Now, people might not realize this. Marcus Morris, who shot one of nine from three last night in the loss, did you know that Marcus Morris was second in the NBA in three-point percentage this year at 47.3%? Okay. And it's not like he shot two per game. He shot 5.23s per game. He shot the ninth most threes per game in the league. So this isn't a small sample size. Marcus Morris has been a tremendous shooter this year. He was one for nine yesterday from three. He was also 0 for 6 in game one against the Dallas Mavericks. As a team this season, 
The Los Angeles Clippers were a 41.5% three-point shooting team. They only shot 38% last night. Kawhi Leonard, who averaged 32 points per game in the Dallas series, had 23 last night. I just think there's going to be some regression, some uh, returning to the norm. And like I say often, and, and many people on this network, if this was minus 110 both ways, I would still take the Utah Jazz. But you're giving me plus 175 on the Clippers. I have to take the Los Angeles Clippers. I did take the Los Angeles Clippers. And we'll see if that love-hate relationship will continue uh, with this Los Angeles team. Yeah, I, I would have liked a little more. I really would have, Tim, but I understand why it didn't go further than plus 175. Last night, again, it, it, it you can pick your narratives last night. It was, uh, and you, you sent me something earlier in the day, actually, that we kind of talked about yeah. last night, where Donovan Mitchell mic'd up, like, oh, they just played a game seven. They only have enough energy to play us for two and a half quarters, which is exactly what played out last night. Clippers were great for two quarters, and then totally ran out of gas in the second half, and then that possession at the end of the game was obviously horrible to oh, yeah. So, but look, it's just one of those where I don't mind your bet at all at plus 175. I would have liked a little more, but I would only be betting the Clippers right now at these prices. You can't lay minus 210 with Utah. It's still a team, Tim, that it's never been past the second round with this group. They have one second round appearance. That's it. And I understand, yes, I know the Clippers have never been to the conference finals as a franchise, period. Mm-hmm. But Kawhi Leonard's been there. Yep. And Kawhi Leonard was horrible in game one. He was, and he was they tired. Only, yeah, he was gassed from from legitimately putting everyone on his back and carrying him through Dallas and game seven against the Mavericks in L.A. So, I, I look, I, I would, that would be the only side I'd bet. I would only bet the Clippers at plus 170, plus 175. If they lose game two, that's when I'm going to be very interested to see how how high that price gets. Because then maybe, just maybe, if it's high enough, I would hop in down 2-0. The Clippers are good enough to beat Utah four out of five times. You know, and, and, and all the numbers that I brought up, every time you make an argument, you try to, to emphasize your point, you go one-sided, right? right? I went one-sided on the Clippers and the faults that they had. Utah still only shot 34% from three last night. They missed 21 straight shots in the game and right. still managed to win the game. Yeah, I mean, they, they were as bad as you could have imagined shooting-wise in that first quarter and they come back. That said, I mean, are you going to expect a 42-point performance, or excuse me, 45-point performance again from Donovan Mitchell? Um, what I am very curious to see is the rotations from Ty Lu. Criticized rightfully so with the rotations that he made in the series just against pick, Dallas. Just picking out of the hat. Um Luke Kennard, they seem to have found something here with Luke Kennard. Now, as JVT pointed out, and I do agree, in switches onto Donovan Mitchell, on Jordan Clarkson, you're in a world of trouble. Yes, you are. Because he is not guarding them. He can't stay in front of them. He could do that against some of the guards for Dallas outside of Luka Doncic. He could could stay in front of Tim Hardaway Jr. So that's going to be interesting. But he was a, a microwave last night. He was the only guy really hitting his shots last night for the Los Angeles Clippers. So is that sustainable uh, for for the Jazz? And I, I just I think the Mike Conley hamstring is going to be the, the question we keep an eye on all series long because, you know, you're looking at 
what's happening in the Brooklyn series. Now, a little bit different because James Harden had a hamstring injury for the bulk of the end of the season. That made him sit out. Now he's re-aggravated that. But Mike Conley misses game one due to the hamstring injury. He's questionable for game two. And you brought up a great point in the Memphis series. Game three, who stepped up? Mike Conley stepped up with seven three-pointers. If you don't have Mike Conley running out there with Donovan Mitchell, I think that's where you have to get a little bit worried. And that's why, once again, I think this price at plus 175 is an intriguing buy point for the Clippers with the talent that they have. Now, can it come together? And that's, eh. that, that, that's, eh. the, that's the part you have to worry <laughs> about. But the talent that is on this roster at plus 175, I think that's you know worthy of the play. Well, well yeah, and look, at, at Tim, before the series... I thought when it opened at plus 140, plus 135, that was a wild price. So, look, I, I, I plus 175, down 1-0, where they clearly ran out of gas in the second half. And when they were gassed, they were the better team for the first 24 minutes. There was no issue with your bet whatsoever. By the way, Phoenix has opened up their biggest lead of the ball game right now. They're in the Valley of the Sun, 44-34, Tim. And my, uh, my over is, uh, I don't want to say it's cooked. But uh, you can get the uh, you can put the oven on for my uh, for my over losing. Yeah, and and right now just kind of keeping an eye on this game. Um, you know, Nikola Jokic, they're they're doing a really good job, and that's I mean, I played the over. Uh, he's got ten points, um, but the differences between interior defense by the Suns as opposed to the interior, which is which is ironic because you know the big thing, thinking back to the Lakers series was they had no answer for AD. AD goes for 34 in game 2, 34 in game 3, had 42 at the end of the regular at the end of regular season without LeBron and the Lakers beat this Suns team, but they've done a good job so far on Nikola Jokic and Jokic doesn't really force things at least right now he's trying to facilitate he has four assists already, but 10 points for Nikola Jokic. So I need a strong start or finish to this half, but this has been a dead under game. To this point, oh yeah, and if you played under two twenty four and a half, um, you're sitting nicely. Right you're in now. you're in good position right now. Forty four to thirty seven with two minutes to go in the first half in uh, in Phoenix and the Phoenix Suns. Um, you know this this looks like a situation where um, man, they're 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 cruising here. They're just much better. That's all it is. They're just much better than Denver is and. You knew at some point, Tim, that Jamal Murray's injury was going, the impact was going to be seen in a playoff series. It was just a matter of when. And it could have, my thought it was either going to be here against Phoenix or whoever it was against in the Western Conference Finals if Denver got by him. And look, through two games, or excuse me, through a game and two quarters, basically, Phoenix is much better than Denver. We'll get you updated on everything you need to know about the Suns and Nuggets closing out on the first half. It's been an impressive start to the game for the Phoenix Suns. It's the nightcap here on Visa. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is a nightcap here on VSIN, and ooh, we got some points. They're making some buckets. Finally, in Phoenix, by the way, if you bet the under first half, you're okay. Don't worry. I, I thought you were, you were reacting to my shimmy back on camera there. Did you shimmy? I didn't, nah, I not mi- really. I not really. It was kind of a slide. Can you reenact it? Nah, I, I think it was a one-time You want to do the Chris Collinsworth? You want to slide over on your on your wheeling chair there? <laughs> you're cool with that. I'm cool with, the, cool with that. I'm just staring at Nikola Jokic as uh, I told him to shoot some threes. He just was I, did that even Did that even hit the rim? It's all right. He's at the 15. I'll take 15 at the half, going into a second half. Keep this thing close. It's an eight-point game. 50 to 42 right now is our score with uh, 15 seconds and rolling here in this first half. So the first half under is as uh, pretty much as easy as a bet as you could find out there uh, because that's going to come home uh, with, uh, with no, no problem whatsoever. Uh, can Denver make a push in the second half? That will be the big question. But uh, if you laid the points with Phoenix... Minus three, two and a half, depending on where you were. That's going to come home. Uh, and the under in the first half, 114 and a half was the consensus, Jeff. That is with ease. Uh, with ease, yeah. To come home. And, you know, the most previous uh, in-game line is as we've got our updated line, and they keep rolling from DraftKings. But during commercial breaks, they'll update it here at Circa. 203 was the total. So you have seen a total drop of 21 and a half points in less than a half of a basketball game. Well, when 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 you have a total 
in the 220s and we get sub 100 in the first half, you're going to see that. Uh, but look, again, credit Phoenix. Their defense has been really good. Uh, their perimeter defense has been especially good. Denver's under 20% from three. So uh, if you're going to do that defensively, you're in really good shape if you're Phoenix. So seven seconds left, some free throws coming here uh, for the Phoenix Suns. And, you know, thinking about Denver, too, this is a team that just isn't that uh, aggressive attacking the rim. Uh, We saw Jokic get to the line a decent amount. We talked about the prop bet that was offered for game one Mm -hmm. here at Circa, which was made free throws for Nikola Jokic over five. He had zero attempts in game one. He's got two here tonight, so you do wonder there's going to be a little bit more aggressive nature. Is he going to try to force it a little bit more? Uh, I wouldn't mind a late three here from Nikola Jokic, but a 10-point lead now for the Phoenix Suns and uh, I mean, Compazzo. Oh, pass the ball, Compazzo. Yeah, that's the guy you want to take that's in the not what you final want. shot. So, we've reached the half. Phoenix Suns leading by 10, uh, and uh, they were, you know, earlier tonight, got as low as 5, um, open 6, and really, if you backed the Phoenix Suns, have to love what you've seen so far. Sluggish start for the Denver Nuggets. Um, really, just I felt like, you know, they were missing some shots, but Will Barton back. He actually was effective, seven points uh, in that first half, coming back for the first time uh, since uh, I had that note somewhere. Uh, but he's back from uh, first time since April 23rd, dealing with that hamstring. Michael Porter Jr. was questionable due to his back injury and... I don't know if it's the back or, or whatever, uh, but Michael Porter Jr. just one for eight from the field, 0 of six from three. So if you played over 19 and a half, you're going to need a, a hell of a second half for Michael Porter Jr. Yeah, I don't think you're getting it. He, he looks, he looks completely hampered by that back injury. Even though, again, usually the the best bet in sports betting, Tim, is usually the Michael Porter Jr. rebound total under. He is more than halfway to getting his over at halftime. So. That might be in a little bit of jeopardy. Yeah, once again, I mean, if you played player props tonight, assuming that this would be a game on its pace of 224 and a half, you played overs, not great situation to be in. Devin Booker does have 13 points. Uh, Nikola Jokic has 15. So you're not in terrible shape for the two leading scorers for these respective teams. You look at Chris Paul, he's got six points. So once again, not in horrible shape. DeAndre Aiden, a guy that we've talked about quite a bit, and loving his overs, uh, I did not play it tonight. No nope. thought about it. We saw it get up to this has 15 and a half at DraftKings. Actually, last check it was up to 16 and a half. Five points so far for DeAndre Aiden. Does have six rebounds though. Bridges is the one guy who, uh, the, at least in this series, it didn't show up as much as in the Lakers series. Tim Bridges might be the guy who you're just going to take these lower totals that you're getting and betting them over. Bridges with eight points in the first half. His uh, total was 13 and a half. But look, Aiden battled foul trouble in that first yeah, half. Yeah, two quick fouls. Two quick fouls. I uh, didn't play a lot in the second quarter. In the first quarter, I should say, uh, 15 minutes only took shit. Uh, took six shots. Uh, so look uh, a- a- again. Still time. And again, neither team shot the ball well. Uh, Phoenix only shot the ball for, uh, the 41%. So uh, e- even with that. Uh, you're still in pretty reasonable shape on Aiden, I think. Nuggets, a half point favorite in the second half. Suns minus nine and a half now for the full game here at Circa. We'll give you a couple thoughts on that. Plus, you know, as the Aaron turns. Ah, oh, there we go. NFC North. We'll talk about that next right here on the Nightcap. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. The baseball season is in full swing, so it's the perfect time to work. On cashing tickets every day, our VEASAN experts give you all the tools to make the most of every baseball bet, including live odds and analysis for every game on VEASAN.com backslash MLB. Our daily members, only best bet emails, get those as well. Now is the time to start your free trial. Take advantage of all the betting opportunities this baseball season at VEASAN.com backslash subscribe. Halftime in the Valley of the Sun. I'll let you know about that, too. 52 to 42 is your halftime score. As you would imagine, well under the total of that first half. A first half total of 113 and a half, Jeff. That comes home with ease. Suns laid three in the first half. That comes home as well. And as you see the live line at DraftKings, minus, uh, it is uh, Suns minus 10, so a pick them for the second half. It's just slightly different here at Circa with the Nuggets minus a half and a total of 109 and a half, Jeff. For the second half, I know you uh, went in-game, took the over 212.5, so you're going to need some uh, work to be done. Um, 
I'm, just, I'm toast. I just didn't look. I, I didn't love what I saw from Denver uh, in that first half. Uh, Porter going 0 for 6 from the field. You might think that you know will correct itself. Obviously, last night you and I were sitting here talking about the Jazz and the Clippers. It was 60 to 47, Clippers at the half. Mm-hmm. Second half line was Jazz minus five, so for full game plus the eights, and they end up coming back to win. I just don't see that right now from this Nuggets team. Um, could be proven wrong. I'm not laying the points with the Suns. Uh, this is just going to be a stay off. I still think Jokic could turn it on here in the second half. Uh, I'm hopeful, obviously. Uh, 15 points for him in the first half. 6 of 10 from the field. 1 of 2 from 3. Uh, he had 6 rebounds and 4 assists. Uh, but I'm just going to stay on, on what I've got. Uh, 52 to 42. Uh, I, I don't like it one way or the other. I'm not going to double dip on the over. Definitely not going to do that. Last <laughs> night we should have. That was yeah. That was an error by at least uh, at least on my end. You at least, uh, even though you didn't say anything, Tim, you did hop in on the second half Utah line, which it didn't matter. All of our lines. Well, you, came over you were there. you were you were. I know. I was a hater. I, I was a hater. I know. I I I voiced my plus the three and a half after the first quarter. You were you we, you took the money line. I money on that, line. So you and I agreed there. Yeah. And then uh, you told me to stay away, but I quietly. Oh, went I, ahead and they, fired. look. I, look, I had a bad night with staying away. I I, I the. Uh, the VGK line where I laughed at it at the beginning of the third period at yeah. that ridiculous price. But look, for, for this one, though, Tim, I, the biggest issue here for Denver, and look, I understand what I'm about to say is master of the obvious stuff, but not having Jamal Murray is finally, this is the series. This is it. This is the series where they probably can't win without Jamal Murray, and it has showed itself through two and a half quarters. They miss a second score, a true second scoring option. And Michael Porter Jr.'s back is clearly acting up. I mean, heck, Will Barton hasn't played in months. And April he's their, 23rd. Yeah, he has a, yeah, he's their second leading scorer tonight. Yeah, Nikola Jokic is going to have to really do what he did against Portland, which was carry. I mean, as I mentioned earlier in the show, 34 or more points in five of the six games against Portland, all four of the wins he had 34 or more points, and you're going to need that Herculean type of effort from Nikola Jokic tonight uh, as he's got 15.6 rebounds and four assists. Devin Booker, 13 points. He leads the way for the Phoenix Suns. His over-under tonight, 28-and-a-half. And, uh, and uh, Mikael Bridges, as you mentioned, you're in decent shape there. Eight points so far for Bridges as uh, his over-under tonight at 13-and-a-half. We're going to head to Milwaukee, Wisconsin in about seven minutes. We're going to talk to... Uh, my good buddy Lance Allen from the NBC affiliate up there in Milwaukee. A lot going on in uh, in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, as the Bucks trying to uh, get in the win column mm-hmm. as a favorite tomorrow. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, and then we've got mandatory minicamp going on right now just north of Milwaukee in Green Bay. Number 12 is obviously not there. And uh, some... Uh, some love for number 10 today. Jordan Love yeah. on the Twitter sphere as he was he was zipping the ball around. Big pass plays. Rob Domofsky and others uh, were, were documenting the day. Wheel route to A.J. Dillon for 30 yards. Alan Lazard for 45. Juwan Winfrey, corner route, 30 yards. Aaron Jones, 30 yards. A big day for Jordan Love. Some love for the quarterback that they selected first Uh, in the first round last year. So that brings us to the NFC North. And here at Circa, 
Only place I've seen that you can get plus money on the Packers to win this division at plus 125. As you see the graphic there, BetMGM minus 140, DraftKings minus 143. Most places that you look are odds on for the Green Bay Packers. What's interesting to me, when you look at Circa, they really believe that Minnesota's got a chance to win this division. What do you think? Are you a believer that Aaron Rodgers is going to play? I am not. I don't think he plays game one. I I think there's a chance he ultimately plays. And I think, uh, who was it? Former teammate of his. uh, Oh, man. I'm forgetting. I'll I'll find it here in just a moment. Uh, But he said that he believes that this thing can be mended. Um, I I just don't know. And I, I would be surprised at this point if week one Aaron Rodgers is the starting quarterback for the Green Bay Packers, maybe week four, maybe week five. Um, so I, I think the Bears or the Vikings are the only way to go for me in this division, if you're to play it right now. If you're going to give me the plus price on Green Bay, I will take it, and if he doesn't play, then I'll chalk it up as a loss. Right. I Look, I Just to interrupt yeah, you there, and that's something to look at, too, whether it be... Now, I don't think you'll win MVP, but whether it's the Super Bowl odds or... You know, winning the NFC. This is a team that has gone 28 and 8 the last two years. They've gotten smoked in the playoffs. Oh, no, not smoked against Buccaneers, but uh, some terrible should've play. Should have won that game. They were smoked by uh, the 49ers. Um, if, if these odds start to shrink too much, then there is an, a chance out there just to say, you know what? If Aaron Rodgers shows up, they're better than. Two or three of those teams on that list. Well, and Aaron Rodgers shows up. They're the second best team in the conference still. It just depends on what you think of L.A. Mm-hmm. I mean, Tampa, look, Tampa beat them in their house last year when, let's face it, I didn't think the Bucks were ready to win a Super Bowl yet, year one with Brady. And, of course, what happened, they win the darn Super Bowl. But, look, if Aaron Rodgers, I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be there week one. I think this is a long staring contest. And, what, like, two weeks before the season, he'll get bored and, like, you know what? Let's just go out there. Let's prove everyone wrong. Let's win a lot of games, and then I'll uh, I'll get a new contract somewhere else after they can uh, they can uh, I can force my way out when, once the, his deal is uh, worth a lot less. Sounds like you need to go fire down at the uh, at the old I can, trail I, I, there. I, 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 I got fire, the uh, I can fire right plus one twenty five. See if Lance Allen from the NBC affiliate in Green Bay or Milwaukee, I should say, agrees with that. Still half fifty two forty two Suns with a ten point lead. It's the nightcap here on Visa. to the Indeed.com studio. Hiring, start finding the right people right away. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Second half underway in Phoenix. The Suns up 52-42 to on the Denver Nuggets, looking to take a 2-0 series lead. First time they've been in the postseason in over a decade, Jeff. And they're looking to uh, make it on to the Western Conference Finals, I would say, since the Nash days and. In the late aughts, that would be my assumption there. That, uh, yeah, they, they made their one, and uh, of course, they may have won an NBA title with Steve Nash and Amari and the Matrix if people stayed on the bench. Yep. As uh, Jay Crowder, who has never found a three he doesn't like, just he made three. one. He Look made at that. Three. There you go. <laughs> so, an early lead for Phoenix. 
uh, 55, or extending their lead, I should say, 55 to 42 early in the second half down there in Phoenix. And uh, hopefully Nikola Jokic just uh, is very selfish and just tries tries to score every time down. That would uh, that would be all right with me. But um, I think some people think that a particular quarterback in Green Bay is being selfish. I don't necessarily agree, but let's find out a little bit more about what's happening in the uh, great state of Wisconsin. We bring in Lance Allen from TMJ4 in uh, uh, in Milwaukee, the NBC affiliate up there. Lance, always appreciate the time. I know you're uh, not doing the news tonight, so we appreciate you staying up late with us. Um, you know, I, I can't believe with a, a game three in your town tomorrow night, I'm starting with mandatory minicamp, but that's where we are. Uh, <laughs> Jordan Love today, uh, I know I, I, the the pendulum of, of Packer fans after the first day of minicamp where you're getting the reports, oh, he looks awful, he's off, and then today he looks great. So uh, where do we stand on uh, number 10 watch, Jordan Love? Right, is he ready to, to be the next 16-year starting quarterback for the Green Bay Packers? I stand right squarely in the middle of that. I think, Tim, you know full well that, you know, yeah, he wasn't as bad, and I was there on Tuesday. He wasn't as bad as what it looked like on Tuesday. It's one practice, and he wasn't as unbelievable. I mean, he had a great day today. No no shame in saying that. No harm, whatever you want to say. Uh, he, he was great. And so, yeah, it's, it's the typical 22-year-old quarterback that's going to have up days and down days. Uh, I will say the one observation, we did not get to see a lot of him last year, practice, no mm-hmm. preseason, all that good fun stuff. The one thing I will say about Jordan Love is that he can throw a great deep ball. Um, it, he has proven that at least a handful of times in practice, 30, 40 yards down the right hash, right sideline, I should say. Um, you know, But in the NFL, the, the, the money throw that you have to make is like the 10-yard square out or the you know, the throw, the quick slant or whatever you want to say, you have to have the arm strength to do that. Um, and, the, and that will be what people need to see out of him on a consistent basis. But um, as of right now, uh, things are okay. And if Aaron Rodgers doesn't start, uh, you know, or does, doesn't show up or whatever, uh, one of the reasons why they signed Blake Bortles is he could be the starting quarterback of the Green Bay Packers. So we'll, we'll just have to let this thing play out. Oh, going from Aaron Rodgers to Blake Bortles would be uh, <laughs> a, a, the nice little drop there, Lance. But uh, I'll shoot. Uh, huh? Yeah, that would be. Uh, hey, look, he's got a he has AFC Championship game experience. But uh, yes, uh, he we'll, does. <laughs> we'll, uh, let's uh, let, let's uh, shift over though. Uh, there is a game three uh, in Milwaukee tomorrow. Uh, the Nets uh, dominated the Bucks in both those games in Brooklyn, Lance. And look, I, I, I'll try to spin it positively here. At least the Bucks get these next two games at home in front of their home crowd with a chance to at least even the series if they can hold serve. And they are favored tomorrow night against the Nets. Just what would you give the chances of that being? You're more you're more positive than me, my friend. Even though we had this discussion, <laughs> we had this discussion in the office today that my gut feeling says that they get probably game three. And but the way things are going right now, I mean the, the Nets. Uh, you know, a good way to put it is that the Bucks are good, but man, when the Nets are on, they are on. And I know they're not a great defensive team, but literally the Nets, the way they're playing is they'd have to play one, two notches below 
where they're at, and the Bucks would have to be a lot better, very appreciatively better, uh, in order to have a shot. And, um, you know, sometimes series can swing, things like that, but I also, I mean, Tim knows me well enough that I'm not just going to sit and wave pom-poms for the home team. They have mm-hmm. a ton of work ahead of them. Their defense has not been nearly as good as what it was against Miami. Their their shooting is what's really baffled me is, yeah, during the year they had some funks and some ups and downs and whatever, but they still are a pretty good shooting team. And yeah, the Nets defense, trust me, isn't that good. So it's been puzzling as to where that went. Um, and the Nets passing, I mean, for a team that has, you know, the Harden's out. So you just say for now that they have two superstars, the, the passing, like there was a play I showed the other night on the highlights where it's KD at the top of the key, and he passes it to Mike James, who passes it to a cutting Kyrie Irving on the baseline, who kicks it out uh, to Joe Harris for the three. I mean, it's just so unselfish for star-level players, the way they move the ball. It's incredible. Yeah, it really is. And I, I said this, I opened the show on Monday night, Lance, saying, I just don't know who beats this Nets team four times. Now, could the Bucks beat them tomorrow night? I, I think so. And, you know, you, you do see this this sense of desperation in these spots. You're down 0-2. The fans are going to be there. Um, and, and I think the first half is a good play that the Bucks come out with their hair on fire and just really try to just throw a haymaker. But, man, uh, this Nets team... Uh, when they're rolling, it, it's hard to imagine anybody getting in their way. You know, I think, you know, you mentioned the defense not being there, and I, I, I agree, but what's been more puzzling to me is the offense. I mean, they're uh, in, in 97 points and 100 possessions uh, these first two games. I mean, that would rank dead last in the NBA. So uh, I don't know what's been going on with this offense uh, for these first two games against Brooklyn, as you mentioned, I mean, this was a Brooklyn team that the Bucks beat twice in, in early May, didn't have Harden in those games, and Giannis went for 49 and 36, and, and so far he has uh, not found uh, his touch and uh, just has felt, seemed a bit uncomfortable uh, offensively. Yeah, Giannis has just been off. Uh, for whatever reason, the Nets have done a good job of kind of just making him uncomfortable, throwing him off a little bit. I know what the first game he had 34 points, 11 rebounds, but I was actually quite frankly shocked at the end of the game to kind of, you know, be like, okay, yeah, he, he, he had stat wise, he had a nice game, but it didn't seem like he really had a, a dominant performance or an incredible performance. Um, Chris Middleton has picked obviously a, a terrible time to go into a shooting funk when he was so good uh, for a large chunk uh, of that series against Miami. And the one advantage that the Bucks have is Brooke Lopez, the big guy. And, you know, they can utilize that hopefully a little more tomorrow night. But Brooke Lopez, no offense to him, is not your dominant guy. You've got to have Giannis and Chris Middleton come up huge. And, and I keep saying it, guys. I, I think you put it well, Tim. A lot of ifs if mm-hmm. Bryn Forbes shoots all the threes, like the seven threes he had one game against Miami, or, or at least start shooting the ball better. And if they get contributions from the bench and from other guys, yeah, they got a shot. But so much has to go right for the Bucks. Um, yeah, and, and Kevin Durant's playing incredibly well. There's a reason why he's a superstar, but they're getting unbelievable contributions from a lot of different guys on that team. So they got to cool everybody else down, uh, try to contain KD and, and Kyrie a little bit, and then get their offense going. 
Lance, we have about uh, about two minutes here. Uh, just what are the ramifications, assuming Milwaukee doesn't come back in this series? And I, I, I don't think anyone thinks they're coming back at this point. Just what are the ramifications for this offseason? Obviously, they have Giannis under that big contract, but uh, uh, another playoff failing would be a lot to deal with for this franchise. It sure would. Um, you know, I think Mike Budenholzer, a lot of people in the city and around have said that he's on thin ice. Um, I think that's that's the obvious one. Um, the, the maybe less obvious one is do they seriously look at trading some of the components on their team to get other players around Giannis? They, you know, they kept obviously Chris Middleton and they thought they had, you know, a couple of pieces to, to keep around Giannis and kind of did some wheeling and dealing in the off season, but do they do it again? The, uh, the Bogdanovich trade that was not yeah. uh, kind of comes back to haunt them a little bit right now. I think he would have been a huge help in a series like this. And they, you know, the bucks for whatever went wrong and however they botched it, um, you know, this is the time where they kind of needed that. So I think there will be a lot of serious questions. And, and Giannis, as much as we love him in Milwaukee and as great of a guy and a great of a player as he is, you know, Jordan went through this at one point where people were like, well, he's a great player, but can he get his team to the next level? So I think nationally, I think those questions are going to start to arise if this continues to happen. Yeah, and it felt like those questions uh, came to the forefront last year in the bubble I wrote it off. I talked about it a lot, you know, uh, on on the show that I do in Milwaukee. And then uh, here we are again. And, and I, I, I still stand by to what I said. I, I felt like coming into this series, the two best teams in the NBA were these two teams. I don't know if I stand by that right now, but I definitely believe Brooklyn is the best team. Lance, uh, you're the best. We appreciate you staying up late with us. No problem. I'm usually up late anyway, so hey, what's another night? No big deal. There he is, Lance <laughs> Allen from TMJ4, the NBC affiliate in Milwaukee. Uh, if you uh, laid the half point with the Denver Nuggets in the second half, uh, you're in trouble because the Suns are opening up a can on the Denver Nuggets. It is 67-48 to 48 right now, and my guy Nikola Jokic is doing nothing. Uh, and I... I don't know what it is, Jeff. It just feels like he is, he's been a bit complacent. Now, I know he's a facilitator, but he's not looking to get his, at least right now. So we'll see if he can find it. Uh, but it is all Suns right now, 67 to 48. Ooh, Ooh boy. On their way to a 2-0 series lead are the Phoenix Suns. It's the nightcap here on Beeson. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Uh... 
We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.